I may here also confess that, as a little boy, I was much given to inventing deliberate falsehoods. And this was always done for the sake of causing excitement. For instance, I once gathered much valuable fruit from my father's trees and hid it in the shrubbery, and then ran in breathless haste to spread the news that I had discovered a hoard of stolen fruit. I must have been a very simple little fellow when I first went to the school. A boy of the name of Garnet took me into a cake shop one day and bought some cakes for which he did not pay, as the shopman trusted him. When we came out I asked him why he did not pay for them, and he instantly answered, Why do you not know that my uncle left a great sum of money to the town, on condition that every tradesman should give whatever was wanted without payment to anyone who wore his old hat and moved it in a particular manner? And he then showed me how it was moved. He then went into another shop where he was trusted and asked for some small article, moving his hat in the proper manner, and of course obtained it without payment. When we came out, he said, Now, if you like to go by yourself into that cake shop, how well I remember its exact position, I will lend you my hat, and you can get whatever you like if you move the hat on your head properly. I gladly accepted the generous offer and went in, and asked for some cakes, moved the old hat, and was walking out of the shop when the shopman made a rush at me. So I dropped the cakes and ran for dear life, and was astonished by being greeted with shouts of laughter by my false friend Garnet. I can say in my own favour that I was as a boy humane, but I owed this entirely to the instruction and example of my sisters. I doubt indeed whether humanity is a natural or innate quality. I was very fond of collecting eggs, but I never took more than a single egg out of a bird's nest, except on one single occasion when I took all, not for their value but from a sort of bravado. I had a strong taste for angling, and would sit for any number of hours on the bank of a river or pond watching the float. When at Meyer, note, the house of his uncle Josiah Wedgwood, end of note. I was told that I could kill the worms with salt and water, and from that day I never spitted a living worm, though at the expense probably of some loss of success. Once, as a very little boy, whilst at the day school or before that time, I acted cruelly, for I beat a puppy, I believe, simply from enjoying the sense of power. But the beating could not have been severe, for the puppy did not howl, of which I feel sure as the spot was near the house. This act lay heavily on my conscience, as is shown by my remembering the exact spot where the crime was committed. It probably lay all the heavier from my love of dogs being then, and for a long time afterwards a passion. Dogs seemed to know this, for I was an adept in robbing their love from their masters. I remember clearly only one other incident during this year whilst at Mr. Casey's daily school, namely the burial of a dragoon soldier, and it is surprising how clearly I can still see the horse, with the man's empty boots and carbine suspended to the saddle, and the firing over the grave. This scene deeply stirred whatever poetic fancy there was in me. In the summer of 1818 I went to Dr. Butler's great school in Shrewsbury, and remained there for seven years till midsummer 1825, when I was sixteen years old.
I boarded at this school, so that I had the great advantage of living the life of a true schoolboy. But as the distance was hardly more than a mile to my home, I very often ran there in the longer intervals between the callings over and before locking up at night. This, I think, was in many ways advantageous to me by keeping up home affections and interests. I remember in the early part of my school life that I often had to run very quickly to be in time, and from being a fleet runner was generally successful. But when in doubt I prayed earnestly to God to help me, and I well remember that I attributed my success to the prayers and not to my quick running, and marvelled how generally I was aided. I have heard my father and elder sister say that I had, as a very young boy, a strong taste for long, solitary walks. But what I thought about I know not.